Candela. What's happening, Miami? Welcome to episode two of the Radio Red Pill podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys had a great night. Uh, if you're listening to me in the morning, if you're listening to me at night, then uh, I hope it's going well for you. Uh, today is, wow, there's just so many crazy things going on. I don't even know where to start with you guys today. It's, uh, it's a wonderful day. We're all alive and uh, things are going well. Um, you know, the the world is in turmoil as usual, but we're here and uh, you're listening and we're all good. So let's be blessed and let's be thankful for the blessings that we do have. Um, let's get our shout outs out early. Okay, so I'd like to send a shout out today to my buddy Eric and uh, Roly in the Coast Guard. Both of them are Coasties. Uh, one of them uh, is in Alaska and the other one is here in Miami. And, uh, you know, they're both doing uh, Coast Guard things. I don't know. They're playing cards and uh, taking swims and pools. Who knows what the hell. But uh, thank you for all that you do. Uh, I love you both. You guys uh, should have joined the Marine Corps. Uh, right. So moving right along. <clears throat> uh, I'd like to send a little shout out as usual. Uh, and as you will see here every day, a shout out to all the first responders out there uh, in the streets, uh, the nurses, the doctors, uh, everybody that's out there. Uh, trying to keep us safe and uh, trying to make us heal. Thank you for everything that you do. Um, stay safe. And uh, guys uh, that are out on the street, stay frosty. We'll see what's going on. Hopefully nothing happens, but uh, the plot thickens. So <clears throat> today we're going to do our first uh, sports segment. And uh, it's going to be short and sweet. You know, I'm going to keep this podcast uh, short and sweet. Uh, everybody kind of liked the first one. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it at 15 minutes, uh, maybe less. Uh, part of that is going to be sports, right? So I told you guys we were going to talk a little bit about everything. And today I, there's a few things that I want to talk about. So uh, first thing is congratulations to Freddie Freeman. Uh, he wins the National League MVP. Uh, guys, um, bingo. you know, uh, he's a notorious Marlin killer. I don't want to see his face anywhere around the uh, Marlins game, but I can tell you that uh, it's well-deserved. Uh, tremendous first baseman, great bat, uh, great glove, and uh, he wins his National League MVP award. Um, second thing that I want to talk to you guys about is the American League MVP goes to Uncuanito, Jose Abreu. Uh, another first baseman, White Sox, a uh, guy, you know, earned it. And, you know, a Cuban brings home the uh, American League MVP so the guy's tremendo bingo to me. The guy's a badass. So it's the first time that two first basemen uh, win the award since I since Ryan Howard and Justin Morneau won it. I don't remember what year it was, but I know that they won it. And, you know, it's the first time that that happens, that two first basemen share the award for the American League and the National League. I would love to send a huge congratulations to Don Mattingly for winning the National League manager of the year award he took a beat up young inexperienced marlins team and almost made it to the big show you know he almost made it uh to 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 the world series actually and uh 
it's, that's just amazing. You know, uh, Donnie, uh, Donnie baseball has been down here. He's gotten kind of, uh, a, a bum rap sometimes for not managing well in the beginning. And, and what he's done with this club has been awesome. And I am a diehard, uh, Marlins fan. I love the Marlins and hopefully we'll kick some ass next year. Um, <clears throat> Tiger Woods. Uh, moving over to golf, had the best opening round in the Masters, and he's going for his sixth green jacket. Um, the tour veteran Paul Casey is leading the field after uh, shooting under seven in the first round, and he's looking for his first major title. So, I mean, getting getting your first major title in the Masters would be kind of kind of awesome. Tiger is tied for fifth place uh, right now. I'd like to add that in there. Um, so, the Ivy League has canceled winter sports. Uh, most of you don't know who the Ivy League is and you don't give a shit about winter sports being in Miami, but uh, they suck anyway because they canceled it and you know what? They suck. Um, and finally, in Miami sports, there's a couple cool things. Uh, the first thing is the Dolphins look like they finally got a quarterback that is worth his weight in salt, right? The guy's got balls. He runs around. He throws well, uh, accurate, um, you know, makes good decisions so far that hopefully they're putting him in, in a uh, <clears throat> in a system that will work for him. And so far, it looks like they're doing that. So, you know, this week we got a few defenders out. Um, I, and, you know, it's a tough team. Hopefully we can pull this, uh, this win off. But at least it gives us something to be excited about, you know, uh, with all the kneeling and, and all the horse crap. Uh, well, I'm actually thinking about football again. And Tua is, uh, is, is an exciting ball player, man. It's great to see, you know, it's great to see that. And uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, which is late and uh, breaking news, is the Miami Heat. <clears throat> Apparently, the Miami Heat are are in play for for a good trade. Uh, it, it 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 seems like it's going to bring a little bit of excitement down here to to uh, to the Heat. And you know, I'm excited that Bradley Beal apparently is going to be traded to the Miami Heat. <clears throat> if he comes down here, he's going to add a lot to this team and hopefully round us out a little bit and we'll be able to kick the shit out of LeBron's uh, Lakers next year. So let's see. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, moving on from sports, we're going to jump right into politics because if not, I am not going to make this 15 minute um, deadline or a 15 minute limit that I want to keep these podcasts to. Let's, let, let's start off with something here. Donald Trump is still your president. We can at least bask in that and be happy that that uh, we still got a fighter in there and he's fighting. Um, Trump lost a popular vote <clears throat> and, and you know, he lost it to Biden, regardless of what kind of craziness we find in this uh, election fraud and all this junk. He still lost a popular vote. But if you take away California, he actually tied Biden or he got pretty close. Uh, California, you know, when you take away the, the margin of loss from California, Biden and, and, and Trump were pretty much tied. Now, the odd thing about that is <clears throat> that he won 79% of all counties in the United States. So that's 79% of the counties. If you can imagine, uh, imagine what the world would be like without the electoral college, right? So Biden is actually so far the elected, uh, the president elect, and he only won 21% of the counties in the United States. So that's pretty crappy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, right now, uh, we have a bunch of stuff going on 
everywhere, right? When I say we, I mean the Republican Party. Uh, the, the Donald Trump's campaign has law. Uh, he has cases everywhere. He's suing everywhere. There's legal stuff going on everywhere. But our best chance is Pennsylvania. I have to agree with the great Bill O'Reilly on that. Um, the best chance right now is Pennsylvania. I mean, it, it, the the Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court rules that all the votes that came in after 8 p.m. are not legal votes, there is a very good chance. Uh, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of votes. There's a very good chance that Trump wins Pennsylvania. If Trump wins Pennsylvania, well, hang on to your horses, fellas, because it's going to get a little crazy out there. Uh, the biggest question <clears throat> that I have is what the hell is happening in Arizona? Like what's going on in Arizona? It's another 12 electoral votes, right? But we, and we need Arizona and these guys can't seem to finish counting the votes. Like did the voter ballots change in the Chinese? Do we have a problem counting in Mandarin? Like what's going on? Should I send some translators over there? Can I don't know. It's crazy what's happening in Arizona. I have no idea. The election was a week ago, you know, and they still can't count the damn votes. Uh, it's driving me insane, okay? I mean, like, there's plenty of states that have plenty more people, and they can count the vote. And in, in Arizona, they just they just can't seem to count it. I don't get it. Um, so <clears throat> regardless of all of that, the biggest threat that we have to our country to ever to to what we hold dear is is we have to hold the senate in georgia we have to hold the senate in georgia georgia is ground zero for the battle ladies and gentlemen if we lose those two senate seats if they go to the democrats we lose our republic it's that damn important like we lose our republic i'm not being dramatic I realize that I may sound like a crazy kook or a conspiracy theorist or, oh, my God, you're taking it all out of proportion. I could hear every person that, that doesn't really follow politics, and they're all telling me, to come on, bro, don't be so damn dramatic. The, the United States will change. Fundamentally, it will change. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a Duck Dynasty beard or a duck calling my ass or, you know, no, I am serious. I'm not a crazy kook. I'm going to paint you guys a pretty little picture here, okay? If we lose the Senate, oh, sweet baby Jesus, listen to this. We could easily end up with a, with a president of the United States who has actually said more racist things in public than Donald Trump has ever dreamed of saying, okay? Forget about what the media tells you. The media will tell you Donald Trump says racist things. Every time he blows his nose, some racist boogers come out. It, that's It's not true, okay? We're talking about Joe Biden over 40 years of, in public office has said some things that are horrible, super predators, uh, and 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 voted and, and, and put a crime bill in that, that was super, super biased. I mean, the, the guy has, you know, talking about jungles and you, he didn't want his kids to go to racial jungles uh, in schools. I mean, this guy is just a piece of work, right? So anyway, <clears throat> this guy uh, who has sold out the United States for his own benefit multiple times, uh, okay, which, by the way, is how he became a wealthy old man, despite holding public office for the majority of his life. Uh, I, I, like, look, a side note. Did you know that the yearly salary of the vice president of the United States is about $283,000, okay? The yearly salary of a senator 
is $174,000. If you factor in the fact that most people spend well over 50% of their salary, nobody can save half of their salary a year when you pay taxes and homes and everything else, okay? Forbes estimated that Joe Biden's net worth was $9 million. He is... That's what he's worth, $9 million. To put that into perspective here, I did a little math because, you know, I'm a math guru here. If Biden made $174,000 a year for 40 years and he kept every penny of his money, he would have $6,696,000. Hello, McFly. Anybody in there? How the hell are people asking Trump if his goddamn taxes... How much he paid when the guy pays more in payroll taxes alone in a year than Biden is probably worth after all his existence on the planet. Okay. $6 million. I guarantee you Trump paid more than $6 million in payroll taxes. And and they keep asking him, my goodness, please like give these people a Xanax and a shot of vodka or something. Somebody help me out here. Stop worrying about how much money Trump didn't pay. Start asking yourself how much sleepy Joe blow over there got paid. That's what you need to worry about, man. Oh my God. It's so frustrating. Anyway, I digress. Okay. Let's go back. It's the ADD again. <clears throat> Take all that, right? Okay. We've got now here's a picture. Okay. I, I'm fine. Here's a picture. Biden is president. And even though he can't remember if he had grits or oatmeal this morning, he picked Kamala Horoshow Harris as the VP. You know, this this is a lady who called this guy a racist flat out. And then when they asked her why she did that, she cackled like a freaking hyena on TV and said, it was a debate. It was a debate. Okay. It was a debate. Like, what the hell does that even mean, Kamala? A debate is a license to like flat out lie and berate a human being with, with things that you don't really mean just so you can take over their position. I mean, I guess, I guess she's used to smelling really nice and getting what she wants, uh, which could explain how she got the nomination, but okay, let's settle down people. Um, we've got Biden, we've got Harris and then, oh my God, I don't even know if I can bring myself to say it. Like if Cruella DeVille sat on the toilet and happened to excrete the wicked witch of the West. I think I could stand whatever came out of that more than I can stand this one. What? Too much? Are you so sensitive? Okay. Back at this. Biden, Harris, and Pelosi in the house. Oh, God. It's insanity. But wait. There's more. <laughs> I swear it's a bad episode of The Walking Dead in the Twilight Zone somewhere. It's insanity. Take all of that and then imagine this. Ebenezer Scrooge had sex with George Soros, and bam, there came Chuck Schumer. Oh, flop. There he is, like a walking turd who really hates black people. He hates gays. He hates everybody, really. And then he panders to all of them so he can stay in power. He could care less about the Constitution. He could care less about anything that's American at all. The guy's a piece of work, and that guy becomes a Senate majority leader. So, in effect, <clears throat> here's what happens. Two states get added 
to ensure the perpetual majority for the Democrats in the Senate, because both states would have Democratic senators or the Democratic run. So there goes the Senate for like ever. Beto, stick a fork in his O'Rourke, pushes through massive gun control legislation because, of course, taking away the rights of people who obey the law is the best way to get criminals to obey the l- right. Exactly. So that's not going to work, but that's what he's going to do. And then we're going to go right back into the Paris Climate Accords, which on another side note, the United States actually lowered their carbon footprint when they left the damn accords. But China, who stayed there, has increased their uh, carbon footprint substantially. So, you know, follow the science, except for when the science doesn't make any sense, in which case, to hell with the science. Who needs it anyway? So mandatory mass mandates are going to come back. There's probably going to be a lockdown because the coronavirus is the best way that they can you know, scare us into whatever the hell else they have planned. Um, I know that sounds conspiratorial, but it's just, it's probably going to happen, you know, until they figure out this vaccine and they figure out how to do something with our currency and who knows. Um, Then we're going to re-enter the Iran deal. That'll happen despite the fact that it's a total failure and uh, it's done nothing but strengthen Iran while costing us money like you and me and, you know, our taxes massive tax increases for all of us because they will initiate the Green New Deal. And the best one of all is they're going to pack the courts. And if you don't know what packing the courts is, you know, it just means that they're going to add more judges. So instead of nine, you're going to end up with 13 and you can bet your bottom dollar that those four that they're going to add are all going to be Democrats and we will never get that court back. It just, it won't happen. Uh, You know, we will never get the Senate back. We'll never get the courts back and the United States will fundamentally change forever. It is that important. It cannot happen. Do not go gently into that good night. If you have never donated money to a campaign, if you give a shit about this country, grab your phone, send $20 to the campaigns for David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. She's uh, she's running in Georgia and just do what you can. You know, I don't care if you don't know them. I don't care if you don't like them. It's not really about them at this point. It's about all of us. It's about the country. It is. It really is that important, folks. And I leave you on that note today. I told you I was going to go over my limit. I One of my buddies is going to be pissed off at me, but it is what it is. I had to get it all out there and I wanted to tell you guys everything. There's a lot more to talk about, but we'll leave it for another day. Um, thank you again for listening. And I hope you enjoyed at least the information. It wasn't uh, as crazy and, and uh, kooky as I would like it, but you know, today's uh, one of these days that we got to get a bunch of stuff in there and it's important. So have a wonderful day. God bless you all. God bless America. And as always, this is Red Pill Rolly signing out from Radio Red Pill headquarters. Have a great day.